Good morning, Daf Kuftalad Amadalad. We got towards the bottom of the page. We went through the. We finished yesterday the Aleph base. We went through the Atbash as well. I think we're going through Atbash, which we said. I mean, the way I always sort of like to picture the Atbash is like a mirror, right? The Aleph and the top mirror each other. So we said basically, Hakadosh Baruch Hu mirrors our relation with, relationship with Him. So if if you make me an abomination, so should I? Should I uh, have a desire? I mean, that, that was the shit of Rashi, right? And then it goes on from there, the same sort of pattern, that's for the Rashoim, and then for the Sardikim, it's the opposite. Um, the one thing to point out is, the one thing we, we just pointed out is that according to the Marashor, it doesn't quite go to that. According to the Marashor, it's saying, even though, O C you may be an abomination, but I still have a desire for you. And it goes on like that. In other words, HaKadosh Prophet is patient. He's waiting until it gets to the Dalit. Dalit up against the Kuf, Right, duck is dal soisai ninalto or something, or not al. But once you close my doors, if you close the door to me, then karen of loy agadea. And even the marashal agrees that's uh, sort of more of a bitzmiya. So I've got to talk, what do you want me to do for you now? I can be patient, even when you're metami, you defile me, etc., etc., I can hold on. I can be patient, and I can wait for you to return. Once you close my doors, there's nothing I can do for you. Which we said is particularly um, Nagea to, to these times when we know how Kodesh Prophet says, Piss, you know, open for me, Kapis Teshamachat, Vanyef Tachlochem. But if you don't make that first move, says, I've got a Prophet, I can't do anything for you. That was the Atbash, and with the Tadikim, it goes, it goes the opposite way. Let's take a look, at, I don't think we did the Rashi on that. Es Avelo, it fits me, I think that's uh, right, two lines down, two lines down in the, in the uh, wide lines in Rashi. End of the line, es avelo. So HaKadosh Baruch said, if you make me an abomination, es avelo, says Rashi, bit me up. Do you think I'm going to have a desire for the person? Bit me up. The Chayn Koran said to all of them. And after we got through four of those, it says, Ad kan midas rashoim. That's as far as it goes with the middle of the Rashoim. Kainu nidrashi, it's a Rashoim. That's how far it is, darshan with the Rashoim. But, um, when it comes to, to the Tzadikim, it's all darshan for the good. At Bash, we said, is im atol boish. Im at boish. If you, that's the at, right, bash is bosh, if you are embarrassed, melachter, from sinning, gar dak, then gur badok, which means nafshoch, te tsurura, your soul will be bound up, tachas kisi, under my throne, vadok shamayim, some say, let's just say, vadok shamayim, I think something like that, in other words, up there in the, I don't know what the English word is for the dok shamayim, the, uh, basically it's the, uh, it's like the fit, the doke on the eye is like the film, right? It's, uh, so whatever you call it, so the, the expanse up there in whatever the English word, but that, that's basically what, what, uh, that's gur means live, like gor, right? Sojourn, but doke in the doke shamayim. Okay? Which, um, fine. Yamkol. Yamkol. So, um, so that was the, the, the gardak, and then where did you go from there? After that, you got the has, uh, what was after that? Has Vaf, which we, we said was the Hay and Ches always interchangeable. So that becomes Chatzitza. There'll be between you and the Af, right? So it's Hats is like Chats, is Chatzitza, and Vaf is like Af. So, right, there'll be a Chatzitza between you and the Af and the anger. And then you have Za, Chas, Tan, which will go together. Bein Atom is the Zea, that's the Zea, from the Ha Soton. The Ches changed for Hay this time, so it's Ha Soton. And then Yam Kol, the final two were Yam Kol. Gehenim Kori Yam Kol. 
The Gehenim, the Gehenim is called the Yam, the Sea of Ul. The Fishaharayv Hodechim Sham. Because the majority end up going there. Okay? So Omar Sasha Gehenim, we said the Yam Kol is that the Sav Gehenim says to uh, the Yam, uh, says to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Yam Shali Tenes Kalayilam, give to my sea the whole world. Fafiru Yisrael, even Yisrael, even put Yisrael in Gehenim. So Omar Lay to that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, and with this we introduce the next one. Right? The next pattern. Okay? Yeah, is the next one is every eight letters. Okay? You should know all of these come from Sefi Yitzira. I mean, not come from, but they're found in Sefi Yitzira. So anyone who thinks, this is always a very good Maramokha, by the way, for people who think the Gematria is all just people playing around with, uh, playing around with, which to a certain element can be true. But I actually saw yesterday, this Ramatso Gleis, and I was referring to before, they refer to, there's, there's uh, Rabbi Yaakov Emden in, in, in his uh, Pirish on, on a Pirkei Obis, where he says there, and the Lamaiti is just echoing, they don't quote this, but Lamaiti is echoing the words of the Rambam. I always quote this Rambam, but people get, you know, think, carried, you know, very uh, cynical about Gamachias. The Rambam says, you can use Gamachias, Lekaim, you know, I think I may have quoted that before, Lekaim means to uphold an idea, but not to contradict. In other words, you can't, you can't create a new theorem based on a gematria. But if you've got an idea and you're looking for support, the gematria can support it. Because I already know that it's true because that's what Chazal say. There are certain gematria that says that Ambarish were given at Sinai. Right? Yeah. You know any examples of that? Nozir. very good. It was given at Sinai. How do you know Stam Nozir Shleshim Yom? Because it says, yeah, yeah. Gematria, yeah, yeah. Says well, maybe it should be gematria and nozir. How do I know it's right? Maybe, maybe some nozir, some naziris is the gematria and nozir. So it'll be what's that? Uh, Two hundred sixty-seven days. How, how do I? The answer was given out sooner. Yeah, such a thing I would not be able to make up myself because that's just play. But if now you know at thirty days you can find some other remorseness there, because no, don't hide. Everything's in the Torah. The question is, how far do you take it? This is why, for some reason, I'm just adding, adding Rabbi Akavanta. Because I think it's a stipler, I think it's a stipler who says, but maybe it comes from earlier sources, the Gumachit that just comes to you in the spur of the moment like that, and the stipler used to have a book where he wrote these things down, he was very good with it with numbers. He says, that's an Amistik of Gumachit. What would you have to work with and play around with and the Kola That's just you playing. Rabbi Akavanta says the same idea that you can use Gamachi not to create new ideas. You can't create new uh, things, but to uphold and to add, not support and um, for existing ideas, things which you know to be true, he says you can even work for them. Toil to find Gamachi's which work, which I thought was particular, particularly interesting. Right? Because I think it's the Chavisyoye, the Chavisyoye gets, he's not overly uh, uh, impressed with a lot of these Gamachi's, and he says you can play around with whatever you want, things like that. And, right? But that's the, um, but as I said, a lot of these things, you find in Sefi Yitzira, which are uh, many attributes to Avraham Avinu. Right? So this was the next one, was every eighth letter. Aleph, Ferches, and Asamach. Okay? So, what happens in the in this one? So you get, you get, says Rashi, Omalei, Achas, Bota, Gif. This is our Kodesh Baruch responding to Gehenna now. It's alpha b alpha b so he is a it's a lot bash. 
This is the other base, sort of, I suppose, that comes after Atbash. Rashi, you find all of them in Sefi Yitzirah, as we said, many attribute to none less than Abraham or Binu. It was not very, very, Sefi Yitzirah goes all the way back. So, and that's the one, if anyone wants to try and create a Goyla, that's what they say, it's through Sefi Yitzirah. Okay? So, um, yeah, so, You know, you, you know this the, the story. I can't, I can't remember who it was, but one one of the teachers in Hasma in Hasma. You know, what he said he said he's he's be, he's better than the, than the than the Maharal. Why? This is the Maharal. Everyone talks about he didn't make a golem. He didn't make a golem. Whether it's a myth, whether it's not, he said. But if he did, he managed to make one golem. He said, I've managed to make a whole classroom of golems. <laughs> right. So, uh, not, not here, obviously, but, uh, right. So, so, achas botagif. What's that? This is HaKadosh Baruch responding to the Sar of Gehenna. says, you're not gonna have, you're not gonna have the, uh, Klal Yisrael. Why? Because achas is ani ochus. I will take pity, alayim on them. I'll share bota is, base test iron is, they bought. So, right, you switch the iron and the test. Which you know you can do, like kesem and keves and the, so, because they kicked back, they rejected gif. The gif says Rashi is niv, beniv. Immorality, adultery. Right? And presumably, therefore, since they're faithful within themselves, therefore, we know that our relationship, interpersonal relationships, our relationship with Hashem mirrors that. Since our Kodesh Baruch where there's harmony, etc., in the marriage, then, says our Kodesh Baruch that's where my shechin is to be found. Yeah, they point out the word nisuin. This is just one. He's just an old book. This Rambam uh, on, on marriage or something. And he says that that um, he says that one one of the things that says nisuin comes from noso, which means to raise up. Marriage raises up. We know that man and wife reach their completion through that. But it's also an expression to forgive. Right? It's been no say no. It's forgiveness. We know on the day of a person's marriage, Hakadosh Baruch Hu forgives forgives the sins. Right? So Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, as long as they are faithful within, I'm just adding this in the good now. If they're faithful to one another, therefore that is my relationship with them. So there's nisuin. If there's nisuin, I'm willing to take pity upon them to forgive, give them an opportunity to shul, etc. I won't send them off again. Yeah? Gehenna is H. Yeah? But my Shekhinah ensures that there's no H, it's Ish and Isha, right? Yeah? And Nosa as well is the same OCS as Enish, man. Yeah? And it goes on. There's, there's lots, lots of sort of patterns along these sort of lines. Then the next one was Dochatz. Right, Dalit Chaf Tzadi is Notrikan, it's a Notrikan for Dachim. They are Dachim, which means literally to crush. So presumably, it's simple shout is it's an expression of our novel. Kenim means they are truthful. 
and Tzadikim, which one of the Mepharshim runs, is referring to the three classes of Yidin. Even the Rishon are part of Klan Yisrael. That's the Dach and those who are crushed. Canaan are the Bainanim. They're truthful, they're upright. And the Tzadikim, obviously, are the last ones. So, and therefore, therefore, you've got no Chedek in them. Right? That's what we got to in the Gemara. So, we're the last four lines of the Gemara now. So, you've got now, Umarazon Shes. This is the last one of this, of this uh, sort of permutation. Yeah, Vov, eight letters later, is the Mem. Eight letters later is the Reish. Right? Then you go to the Zion. Eight letters later is the Nun. Eight letters after is the Shin, and then the only letter left is the top, which doesn't have any eight letters later. What's Umarazon Sheis? So Omar Gehenim, the Fonov. So Gehenim says before Hashem, Rebbeinu Shleidon. Right, here we go. More. Right, that's the, the first part. Yeah? I would assume that's because the Vov and the Yod are very similar. Right, remember in our Bryce on Tafku Kimalam and Base, we said, be careful not to switch the Vov for the Yod. So you see the Vov and Yud are very interchangeable. So you've got, imagine that as Yud Mem Reish, which is OCS Mori. And then you've got Zan, which is Zanine. Right? The master of, um, well, so it's like this, Mori, I suppose it's my master, Mori, my master. Zanini, give me Mazonas, provide for me Mizarishel Shays, last two letters of Shays, from the seed of Shays. That means anyone who comes from Shays. Yeah? So, yeah, including even Claudio. To which Hakkadish Prophet says, no, Omale. So Hakkadish Prophet says back to him. Now we're going to come to the, I think the last, last uh, uh, sort of thing we're going to have. And that is what you do in this one is, is this the last one, or is there going to be one more after this thing? Maybe not. Um, what we're going to do in this one is, you split the Aleph base into two groups. Aleph to Chav, and Lamed to Tov. And then you take the first in each, and then the second in each. So Aleph goes with Lamed, base goes with Mem, Gimel with Nun, etc, etc. Yeah, you get the idea? Yeah? Got the Pilot, yeah? Seems to be also a certain spacing. No, no, wait, it is going to be a spacing, but you split the Aleph base again into two groups, Aleph the first half and the second half. Write them out in a straight line, right, uh, going down the page. Aleph base came all the way down to Chav. Then go to the next column and Lamed to Tov. And then read them across. So Aleph goes with Lamed, the base goes with Mem, Gimel with Nun, Dalab is Samach, and so on. Yeah? That's what we're going to do now. So, Omale, Sakhar Shabbat said to him, Aleph Lamed, right? Al, base mem is bom. Gam, das. In other words, Al bom, not in there, you're not going to get cloudy soil. Gam, das. What's Gam, das? Lehechon Eidichen, to where am I going to take them? Legam, hadas. To the garden of Hadassim. The garden of the Hadassim is Sadiqim. Where's that? It's Ganadin, isn't it? Then the next ones are he with iron, vov pei. Oh again, I'm repeating our Kodesh Baruch again and said that to, before our Kodesh Baruch Hu. Rebbeinu Shalaylam. But ayif onochi. Right, so the he is Hashem. Right, Rebbeinu Shalaylam. 
Then iron, once again, both can swap for a... For a... Yud. Yeah? So, oyefanochi, I am tired. Yeah? You only so far, right? Uh, I'm tired, I'm hungry, I need somebody to stoke my... Stoke up my flames. Right? Clown Israel are really good. You know, they've got, they've got plenty of... Uh, what am I supposed to do? So, Zatzchok. Next one, Zatzchok. What's that? Halodu Zarashav Yitzchok. So, HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds now. Uh-uh. Zatz is... I would imagine, again, we're doing the Yud for a Zion, it looks like. And then you've got Osios, the rest of it is Tchok, right? These are the, ah, sorry, you know what, the Zion is Zera. It's not for Yud, right? So Zera. They are the children of, then you've got three letters from Yitzchok. Yeah? In other words, very possible, I'm assuming we're using Yitzchok, because they already went on the, Yitzchok went on the, it's Be'ah, so to speak. He was already burnt up. And therefore, that protects his children from Gehenna. Yeah, we're using the Zuchus of Yitzchok. He says, HaKadosh Baruch you're hungry? Don't worry. Finally, the last ones. Test for Reish. Okay? Still continuing this pattern, right? Tar. Tar means to wait. Be patient. Yudchen, Yesh, and Kat. Meaning, Tar... Wait, be patient. Yesh, right? There are lead to me. Kat is kittos, as in kat groups. Kittos, kittos, shalev de kechovim. I've got plenty of groups of going. Don't worry, there's no shortage of them. Shani nosin lochet, I'll give you. You'll get plenty. Okay? This is all what the children were dashing away at. Okay? That's the end of that, that piece of Gomorrah. And there's others, by the way. There are other patterns again. And say, if you're zero, you also get things like, you get things like, um, you get things like, Aleph, all the ones which got the same as Parkata. So Aleph goes with Yud and Kuf. This one also comes up somewhere else. Aleph, Yud, Kuf. Because it's one, ten, a hundred. Base goes with Lamud, uh, sorry, with Chaf. And rich. Yeah, etc., etc. Yeah, you get. Yeah? Father Father, yeah? All the ones which have the same as Pakotan. So, Aleph, Yud, Kuf is another one, right? It's 1, 10, 100. Base, Chaf, Reish is 2, 20, 200. Gimel, Lamud, Shin. I'm saying there are other patterns. Also, some, some very interesting ones are did you know, for the mathematician here, is. Um, because you'll see, again, if you ever happen to learn, or if you ever have learned already, maybe I should say, but apparently in Sefer, I think it's in Sefer 2, or maybe it's in the Zaya or something, I'm not sure where, I think more likely in the Zaya, in the Zaya it talks about the Gemach of Avram, Yitzchok and Yaakov is equal to that of Odom. What are you talking about? Yeah? So do you know how that works? There's all just other, there's lots of systems, in other words. The answers are something also called inverse Gematrias. So in other words, Aleph is what? Yeah? Base is a half. Gimel is a third. 
The olive is a quarter, and it goes on like that, right? Inverse, right? <laughs> yeah. And all the way to top is 1 over 400. And then you start the final letters, it's 1 over 500. There's, there's two forms we're more familiar with. Final half will be 20. But there's another system of Gamach, it's pounds, well, it's basically half is, one, is, is 500. So in this case, it will be 1 over 500. Did you know if you add all of them together, Aleph to top, uh, Aleph, including the, the, uh, the end of letters, the inverse, do you know what it comes to? About 3.14. Yeah? A transcendental number. I know, there you go, right? Pi. Yeah? Even we, we know that, right? So, right? There's another one, but I can't remember what it was. It comes to, also, when you add all these things together, it comes to 2.718, is it? Which is? E. E. It's also using it. I can't remember what that one was, though. Also, same sort of thing. It's like the first eight. I think it's the first eight. The first eight, which eight is obviously is very significant because of the, uh, you know, eight being. But what's, what's, what's of interest to us is, or not to us, it's just to give you an example, is this Avraham Yitzchok and Yaakov. If you add Avraham, so Avraham is 248. Yeah? Hold on. Uh, how does this work? This is 248. And what you do is, yeah, it's like this. There's five letters in his name. Yeah? So watch this. So Avram is 5 over 248, which is roughly, no, what is it? 0 0.02. Correct? Roughly. Yeah. Yeah? I could. Almost, right? Yeah? Take Yitzchok. It's going to be 4 over. What's the match of Yitzchok? 208. 208. Right? So, 4 over 208 is roughly, again, 0 0.02. Yeah? Yaakov is 4 over... 182, is that right? Yeah. Four over that is also roughly 0.02, right? One's a bit higher, one's a bit lower, but it's... So if you add them together, you get roughly 0.06. Yeah? And Odom is 1 over 45, which is roughly 0.0... Huh? Sorry, 3, 3, yeah, you're right. 3 over 45, which is... Roughly, 0 0.06. Oh, you can see, there's, uh, the point of this, by the way, is not, there's so many systems of gematrias or whatever, I mean, which are, again, they come from safety at zero and all these sort of things. Now, the gematrias we, we know about, you know, the, are very, is, is a, a very simplest, is a, the simplest gematria. But there's all these other systems, and because therefore when you see that, Avram is plus Yaakov equals Adam, what are you talking about? It uses other systems. Yeah? So, um, let's just finish off, finish off the Rashi's here. So, Vomarazon um, Chase, right, the last, the last um, three lines. 
says the says the uh, Rashi there. So the Sar Gehenim says to Hashem, "Zerineni, feed me mizarish al sheis from the seed of sheis." All the Eidikachom, Yisrael and Yisrael. So Hakadosh Baruch says, "Albom, not in them." Omar Hakadosh Baruch Hu leyehelochol chilibam. You don't have any chilik in them. Gan das means Omar Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "Arich legan hadas and take them from the gan of the myrtles, legan edim to gan edim." So ha he ayin vov. So, so the so um, so the uh, the Saragenim says back. So I said the he is Hashem. Rashi seems to say it's Hinani. Behold, I am ayin vov pei. Vov is interchangeable for the Yud. Says off. Barov. Behold, I am. It's very possible that okay, it could be the Rashi is changing the Vov for a Yud and therefore making it as Hinani and off. We got the words Oyev, but basically I'm very very tired with hunger. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, Zatz Chok. Halol Zarish of Yitzchok. These are the Zer of Yitzchok. Clean they are. Below Etzaneim Lachon. I'm not going to give them to you. Tar yesh kat shemari tar means wait for me, right? The hamten wait yesh li. The ultimate kitos atheres are the groups. So you get that. That's the end of that. What I just want to show you briefly is, just as I said, just a little bit of an appreciation. Okay, we've been talking about kamachias. Just a little bit of the appreciation of of the of uh, the Hebrew language, just to show you a couple of patterns. But first of all. Just one or two examples of, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with Rishem Shenafoel Hush. So his whole build, his whole parish is built on the Hebrew language etymology. So he says, for example, you take the first word, Bereshis Bara. So we're taught in school, in the beginning, he created. He says, look, the word Bereshis, the root is, Reish. He says, Reish means head. But let's understand, what does that really mean? He says, so what does the word Rosh connect to? What other words is it related to? So we know that all letters which come from the same part of the mouth are interchangeable. So you've got Allah, Pei, Ches, and Ayin, arguably Rosh, but Argachal. So the word Rosh should be interchangeable with Rochash, which means to, like cruel, creepy crawlies. Roash means to, like tremble, Rash, thunder. So, in other words, the rishis indicates some sort of shaking, there's some sort of activity, an earth-shattering activity. That's voracious. No, the word borrow. What does the word borrow come from? Borrow, interchanged with the word, or base, comes from the, comes from the, the lips, bumaf. So base, vov, mem, and pe. Okay? So you can, you can change it for a pe. Yeah? Aleph is mistake second change for, 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 a, uh, for a ches. So the word bora can relate to the word porach, which means to blossom. Right? Base, right? It can also come from the word, if you don't change the pe, just the ches, aleph for ches, borach means to flee. Yeah? You could also change the pay for a, uh, the base for a pe, and the aleph for an ayin, which means pora, which means to loosen. So basically, you get the picture of borrow means to open up, to blossom, to move, to flee. In other words, right? That's voracious borrow. In other words, through that we can get a slightly deeper appreciation. What does it mean, voracious borrow? It doesn't just mean in the beginning he created. It means there was from nothing suddenly 
there was movement. There was activity. Something was happening. And when you read those words, suddenly these words take on, they come to life. When you read those words, suddenly you should feel, you know, the earth is moving. Something was not earth at that point, but something's happening. Something grand, incredible is happening at this point. And you should see in front of your eyes, something beginning to open. It's just from two words. Yeah? The Big Bang. <laughs> yeah, some sort of Big Bang, yeah. yeah. But controlled by a gold. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah? Yeah, I'll give you an, another, just one classic example. He says, you know, two examples I'll give you. What's the word for a garment in Hebrew? Beget. another example? Me'il. Both of them, what do they actually mean? Bogart means to betray. Me'il comes from the word mo'al, me'ilo, also means to betray. Do you think that's by coincidence? The very two words for a garment, associated with the garment, they both mean to betray. Why is that? The answer is because a garment is like a mask. It conceals what's underneath. It could be a rotten core underneath. Yeah? So it could be a betrayal in that sense. Yeah? He goes through the... He says if you go through the... I'll just use one last example, right? There's many, many examples of this. If you go through the... For, for like a family. Chosan. Yeah? Apparently the word Chosan means to tie together. So that is... He's tying... Kalom comes from the word to strive and to achieve a complete goal. To complete a goal. Right? Alf comes from the word Ovo. means willing. The father is the one who's got to be willing. He's the, the one who's supposed to control the family. The aim, right, comes from the word Alf Mem Mem, which means to be dependent. Right? Oman with an I, which means to develop. She's the one who's supposed to give support and develop the family. Almono. Almono comes from the word Ile. To be dumb. Lost their mouthpiece. Yeah? Yosem comes from the word Yosam comes is phonetically the same as Kotam. means to be to cut off. In other words, basically what you're seeing is the pattern that in Hebrew there's not just you know haphazard. There's a very each word defines the very essence of the thing it's connected to. Yeah? Now what, what I thought I'd just show you is a very interesting theory. Uh, so this is just one, one other idea. This is, as I said, I'm assuming, I don't know where it comes from initially, but I'm sure it's been taken in this book, a book called We Are Not Alone. Fascinating book by somebody called Adi Cohen. Again, I think connected to Arachim, I think. And it's, again, it's basically showing undeniable evidence that there is a creator, there is a, you know, there is a mastermind. Now, one of the things he looks at is the mysteries of the Hebrew language. And he says, you know, it's not onomatopoeia, as in with, 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 other, with other languages. Whatever. The, the letters very much describe the essence, like we know Odom when he gave the, the names to the animals. It describes, we don't always know how, but we know Dibur and Dovor. The word describes the Dovor, the very essence of the thing. Right, etc., etc. He says, the theory is like this: is we don't always know everything. You know, the theory is like this: that what you do is most roots consist of three letters. Occasionally, you get two letters, and occasionally even four. But 
Generally, it's three letters. He says the first two letters are the nucleus, and the third letter gives it its direction. Okay? So his theory is like this. Let's take, for example, we're going to look at um, the first two letters, pay and resh. Okay? So, right? So it could be pay, resh, dalit. It could be pay, resh, hey. There's a lot. That's what pay, pay resh you're going to see in the, most of the letters. Right? Now, so we're going to examine the nucleus first. What does the letter pay signify? So pay means a, pair means a, mouth. Correct? Based on the Gemara in, in Bava Kamal, another thing to look for is when you want to know the essence of a letter, look for the first time it comes in the Torah. Excluding any prefixes or anything like that. So the first time the letter pay, and it's relative, not the first time it comes in the Torah, the first time it starts a word in the Torah. So the first time the letter pay starts a word in the Torah is the word pene, or pene amoy. Right? Yeah? So the word, the letter pay comes from a mouth, or pene. In other words, letter pay means bringing out from something inside. You're expressing the inside. You're revealing what's inside. Like pene as well. The pene amine. You've got under the water and you've got on top. The pene is the, the breaking point between the two. That's the letter pay. The letter resh means a head, a beginning. Where's the first time it comes in the Torah? It's taken, the word voracious. The base is just a prefix, to so take that out. It's racious. So it means a beginning. So therefore, the picture we should get is any root which is pay, reish, something else, should be the revealing of something which was previously concealed and a new beginning, a new opportunity. Now he says, try it. First one is, has that I think he's missed out. Perek, I think also means the same thing, but okay, we'll just start, I'll go through the ones he, he's gone through. Peret. What does the word peret mean? It means to separate, to be mafrit, to separate connected items. Correct? Now, when you separate two items, the point of connection was previously concealed. Now you've got more surface area, right? So you revealed what was previously connected, right? If you take a piece of wood and you cut it in two, that part, the two new surface areas, which have been, they were previously concealed. And now, each of them is a new piece of wood. It's a new beginning. Most of them are going to go over that pattern, by the way, because most of these words mean to separate and Poro comes from the word to be fruitful. A child, fetus inside the mother, it was concealed. Comes out, that one's, that one's quite clear, right? It means a new beginning, new lease of life, being revealed to the world. Right? Poros. Poros comes from the word pruz. It means an unwalled city. Yeah? What's Peshat? All the inhabitants are exposed. They're open to it, right? They're separate. There's no binding between them. The word porach means to blossom. Before when the buds were closed, now it's opened. It's a new stage in its life. It heralds it's going to be fruit, whatever it is, right? There's going to be a flower. And what was previously concealed is opened. Peret means to break down. Right? It's in peret. It's in, right? Same idea. Perech means also to break down. As in Avedas Perech, right? And then, in which case, they all follow the same pattern. When it's broken down, it's a new new beginning. New things are revealed. Perem, you know the word primo means? We had that actually in Shabbos. Perem means to slice up, into slices. 
Yeah, you take a carrot, you slice it into thin slices, it's primo, perem. Pras. What does the word pras mean? Poras, perish, samov? Also to half. That's right. Right, to slice bread would be a pras, a slice of bread. Pera. What does the word pera, perish, iron? Huh? It means to uncover, right? Pera, to uncover the hair. Yeah, porua. Same idea, the hair was. Perets. Right? It means to break open. Right? Perek. To be mafarik means to dismantle. Right? Perer. There's a lot of them in this, in this uh, particular one, right? Mafarik means to crumble. Bread. Mafarik. Peresh. With a shin that, right? Means to separate, to be, to be Polish from the community. And then peres with a sin means to unroll, let's say, a rolled up carpet. You get the basic idea, right? Now, is that just by chance? He says, well, you try it. Change it. So the pay, keep the pay, and try with the tzaddik instead. So the word tzaddik, what does tzaddik mean? It's uh, somebody who, he, he says the word tzaddik, and the first time it comes in the Torah is, is the word betzalmoy. Betzalmoy, right? right? Betzalmoy. So that means in the image of Hashem, it means something which is powerful, a tzaddik something which is powerful. He says, try it. So pay, so he's going to reveal something with power. But it's to say it should be similar. So potza. Means, means wide opening of the mouth. Petzach means to crack open nuts. Petzel means to split a piece of wood, to be mafatzel, into two. It's the same sort of idea, it's splitting again. It's still splitting and revealing something hidden, but it's something a little bit more powerful this time. It's not just crumbling. You're actually splitting a nut into you, you're splitting a piece of wood. Petzach, right, we, we refer to it as petzach, means to injure. Right, you, the blood spurts out. Petzat means to explode. Do you get the idea, right? Again, it's the same. The last one is Petzat, means to plead. So it's the same idea. It's a new opportunity, a new opening, but this time it's a little more powerful. Yeah? And then you go on, you take, you know, keep the Tzadi's time, switch it for a cook. And you can play that. You'll see, it will run out of time. I'm not, I'll, I'm going to finish with this today and we'll start the new mission of Azizham tomorrow. But you'll just see the pattern continues on and on and on. As he says, we don't know why, right? If I take the marshal, the, the, the pay raish, and I add a, a, a dalit, it makes it mean this. And if I put a raish, it means this. That we don't know. But we can only marvel at the, the patterns which just emerge. There's nothing, nothing here which is just by chance. There's clear patterns to it, and we can only marvel at the little bit we can appreciate the depth of the hu- of the Loshan Arkadish with which the world was created is phenomenal. And I'll just finish with one, 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 last, one last point. In this book, one of the books which this Ramatya on marriage, he says, we know the world was created with Loshan Arkadish. We know the, the Torah was created with Loshan Arkadish. Yeah? Yeah? And we know marriage is very much cre- is linked to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to the Torah, to the creation of the world. He says it's no coincidence that we look at the world, at marriage, and the, the statistics of divorce and breakups, etc., and, and you know, families falling apart in a world where Torah has sadly become so distorted, to well, obviously within the Jewish camps, forever. He says there's a clear pattern between the two. Because the Hebrew language which forms the Torah, 
are the sort of the ingredients which make up the world, which make up marriage. If we disregard the Torah, if we break apart the Torah, if we distort the Torah, we distort the whole world and we distort marriage. And we distort everything which you know, surrounds us.